This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Have you ever been a target of a smear campaign by a narcissist? Have you ever had a toxic person come into your life, leave your life, and then start bad-mouthing you to everybody else? And if you're wondering, like, how do I handle the lies, the manipulation, all the different things that are being spread about you? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge you can access at claritychallenge.net. It's the best way to be able to start working on building a foundation of how to rewire the story that you believe and to be able to break free from the trauma bond that keeps sucking you back to the narcissist or keeps you ruminating over and over and over again. But what happens when a narcissist is doing the smear campaign? So the smear campaign, to give you an idea, is a common tactic that's oftentimes used by toxic people in a way to be able to discredit you and to be able to undermine the things that has happened in the relationship. Oftentimes it's a way after the relationship to push you down, to make you feel like you're the awful person and to paint the narcissist as the victim in the situation making them seem like they did everything to be able to work in the relationship and you did everything opposite to be able to destroy them. The hard part with it is really damaging and it's difficult to be able to deal with because it's messing with you multiple different ways. So in this video, I'm going to talk to you about four different things you can do to be able to help with it and then wrap up with the big question of do you actually respond or not? What do you actually do in this moment? So let's dive right in. When we're talking about this aspect of a smear campaign, it's first and foremost in anything that you're going through to remember to document everything. Now, this could be especially important, especially important with the aspect of anything with child custody. Okay, when you're going through a divorce, when you have kids, when there's any type of custody battle, make sure you document everything because a lot of times the narcissist will try to smear you and try to switch it around that you're the bad parent or that you're the awful person in the relationship. Oftentimes they'll start to leverage and make themselves look good. All of a sudden now they're coaching the, the, the girls soccer team or now they're working you know, on the PTA or they're doing all these things and all of a sudden it looks really good so that they can put themselves in a position of power to be able to put you down to make you look bad. It's important to make sure that everything gets documented and that you force everything through a venue of uh, where you can actually track it and you can actually document it. So having FaceTime calls, having phone calls, not a good idea for someone like this who's this toxic. You want to get it in text. You want to get it in writing. You want to get it in emails. You want to make sure that it's documentation of the things they said so you can also prove this isn't true. The whole purpose of documenting is to make sure that you're covering your butt, especially if you went to a legal legal system or anything like that, but it also is to help you just to keep your sanity, to actually know what's going on because otherwise you'll start to doubt it over a period of time. So you need to make sure you document everything that's said, that's done, that of the person that they showed up, they didn't show up, anything like that. Keep a record of messages, emails, social media posts that are being used to attack you. It's important to be able to understand this, as well as any interactions with the narcissist in question. Like this documentation can be crucial, like going to legal action, having to go in the court process, anything like that, if you have to deal with the false accusations in a courtroom in a legal process or battle. So just make sure to document everything. Like I mentioned, it's also there to be able to help you, to help you know, like, wait a second, I know I'm not this way, but this person is really toxic. 
Okay, so say for instance, like you're at work and you work with a narcissist, okay? And they're starting to spread rumors about you at work and you start to get some emails, some messages that show that they've been doing this and then also the opposite of that that show that you've been productive and a valuable employee. Like if they're using social media to attack you, take screenshots of their posts and comments as evidence. Like you wanna be able to say like, wait a second, this doesn't match up. Especially if you have to take this to a boss or if you have to take this to the coworker to be able to say, this isn't true. This is what's actually going on, okay? Now, the second thing is after you document everything, there might be times where you need to seek legal advice, okay? Sometimes the smear campaign is causing significant damage to your reputation or your career, and it could be worth seeking legal advice. So a couple of you might know from watching some of my videos and some of my content that we lived in Virginia for a period of time. At the end of living in Virginia, I was a part of a smear campaign as someone was going through and smearing my name in the community. So not even on social media, that's one thing, but smearing my name in the community. Basically doing something called doxing, which is releasing uh, my address and everything to the public and also pictures of myself and my wife and my kids out there uh, and saying, like who I was, this awful person, things like that, and everything from that past version of myself. And so we ended up moving and also seeking legal advice to be like, hey, what are the ramifications of this? What do I need to do? What do I need to know how to do? Each state is different, okay? Each country is different. So wherever you're at, seek some legal advice just to know. Okay, especially if you're dealing with safety and with business, with multiple things that could majorly mess up your career. Now, if it's something when we're talking about friends and family, I'm not saying don't seek legal advice. I'm just saying like at the end of the day, like those are people you can talk to versus like having to go a legal route. But when we're talking about reputation, career, uh, family, safety, like things like that, maybe we're seeking legal advice. Uh, an attorney who a lawyer can help you understand your options in what's actually going on, what you can actually take against an narcissist. This might be defamation lawsuit, might be a restraining order, uh, might be a, like a cease and desist. Like there's a multiple different types of things you can do depending on what's actually happening. Okay, so like think about, let's say, let's say a narcissist is spreading false information about your business. Okay, so not just about you, but about your business. Like it might be worth consulting with a lawyer to explore the legal options there because otherwise that damage could be more than just you, just your reputation, but also like the things that are happening, like the people that work for you, things like that. Okay, so that kind of gives you another aspect. All right, so uh, number three. Build a support system. Now, this is true with anybody talking about narcissistic abuse, period. Like, it's helpful to build a support system because dealing with a smear campaign can be isolating. It can be super overwhelming because you're like, no one believes me. No one's actually out there. So it's important to actually have people around you, like a strong system of family, friends, and professionals, like therapists, coaches, to help you keep clear and to help you keep grounded. Now, you need to understand there's going to be people that are going to write it off and be like, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about because I know you. And there's going to be other people that are going to believe it or they're going to ascribe to that reality and be like, well, yeah, and then they're going to come after you or they'll be flying monkeys or they'll ignore you. There's multiple things. So you need to make sure that you have people around you that are strong for you, that are in your corner, that are helping back you up. They're just helping you see clearly when sometimes you might want to get sucked back into this toxic environment. So it's really important to have a support system to be able to help you. 
Okay, find people you can trust to listen, to support you that aren't going to judge you, that aren't going to put you down with everything that you're going through. So like when you think of it, uh, join a support group, maybe survivors of narcissistic abuse. So we'd love to be able to have you inside the NARC app. You can go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com. That's a great way. There's other Facebook groups. There's other things out there to be able to help you actually get connected to the people you need to get connected with. Because a lot of times people don't understand. And you're talking to maybe a family member that loves you, but that person's like, just leave. Like, what's the big deal? And you're like, no, you don't understand. There's a lot more pieces, the trauma bond, the addiction, the rumination, all those things that we work on helping people fix. Oftentimes it has people stuck for a long period of time. All right. And then number four, wrapping up here before we give you the final aspect of how you actually need to respond to this mirror campaign. Number four is you need to focus on self-care. Okay, it's essential to take care of your well-being during a smear campaign. There's going to be a lot of things thrown at you. Okay, whether that's verbal abuse, whether that's the manipulation online, whether that's interacting with friends and family, whether that's them looking up certain people that like you haven't had, you haven't even talked to in a while and they're reaching out to you. Like a lot of these things will happen. And when it does, it will start to mess with your head. It will start to confuse you. It will start to put you in a place that you're like, I don't know if this is actually true. Maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe it actually is me. Maybe I'm the toxic person. And all these thoughts will kind of assuage you a lot of times of like, I don't actually know. And it'll leave you in this fog, this fear, this obligation of guilt of being with a toxic person and not sure how to be able to move forward. So it's essential to actually take care of you, like of your own needs, like self-care activities, like things that help keep you grounded, help keep you centered, uh, like journaling, you know, to make sure like, hey, this is the truth. This is what actually happened. Um, meditation of being able to say like, okay, I've got my mind clear. Like I'm able to spend time in nature, like go for a walk. Stuff that helps get you really clear about the situation and about your own mind. Like setting boundaries to protect yourself from further manipulation and prioritize like what you need to do and how you need to continue to grow. Okay, so like taking time to do the things that bring you joy take the time to things help you actually move forward. You're like, I don't even know what that looks like. Okay. Like could be like reading a book, um, taking a bath, spending time with loved ones, like make sure you're getting enough sleep, exercise, uh, eating healthy, nourishing foods. Like there's a lot of different things that you can do just starting off with of like, let's build a process. Okay. So that there's a couple things that like help with it. But like the big, big question, big question people normally ask is like, okay, but do I respond to it? And the big answer is no. You don't. And this irks a lot of people because they want to. Uh, they want to justify, like, that's not true. Like, I know this isn't true. And you know that's not true. And everybody else that believes it and isn't willing to come talk to you really isn't your friends, uh, really isn't someone that you want in your life. There's a piece of it that when you spend time on it, like when you spend time defending yourself to all your friends and family, or you try to go out and do an anti-smear campaign so people know who you actually are and who he is, a lot of times you just look like the crazy one. When it comes down to it, if the narcissist is accusing you of having blue hair and you know, I don't have blue hair, it doesn't really affect you, right? Same thing with the smear campaign, except they're gonna try to make it more personal so that you react. You have to understand when you react, you give the narcissist a supply and a lot of times you further validate the crazy story that they're putting out there that you're the bad one, that you're the abusive one. So the big thing is don't give it credit. Don't give it time. Okay, if you're dealing with this and you're like, I don't know how to be able to work through the smear campaign, know that you're not alone. Like by following some of these strategies, like helping you deal with it, and then by saying like, I'm not gonna actually interact with it, you will be able to help protect yourself and be able to start getting free and to start rebuilding your life. 
It's important to take the next step in your healing journey, which is why I'd invite you to click the link in the bio or go to escapetoxicity.com to be able to help you actually transform who you are and the direction you're actually going. It's $7 for a seven-day challenge to work with me in an accelerated environment of like, hey, you're stepping here, 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 here to move forward into escaping that toxic person. If you're at the place where you're like, hey, that's great, I'll look into that, but I want to work with you one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com, would love to interact with you there, would love to talk to you of like how we could partner together, if you'd be a good fit for our Thriver community, and how that actually progressed from there, and helping you reach your goals, your dreams, your values, in the direction you want to go, versus slipping back into living life by default, or generality, and not sure what to do next. So, Feel free to reach out, rawmotivations.com. If you're not sure and you're like, hey, I want to just check it out, escapetoxicity.com for the seven-day challenge. Look forward to seeing you guys then.